Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the Internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Live on Any Mini Weekly Radio at last, streaming worldwide on podcasting who the fuck knows where. This is Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert for Saturday, January 6th, 2018. And we're finally on the air. Uh, having some technical difficulties. Uh, yeah, it, it might be time to uh, put old Yeller, you know, to <laughs> give old yeah. Yeller, uh, you know. Behind the shed. Yeah, take him out back by the shed. Uh, so we'll see, you know, we'll have to take a look, but, uh, it's, it's not looking good. Oh. So, uh, anyway, uh, real quick, let's get this out of the way before I, uh, completely, uh, forget. Um, where is it? Uh-oh. I was trying to find the, uh, you know, the, uh. Imperial March on the Kazoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> A classic. <laughs> but, uh, yep. <laughs> it wouldn't be technical issues, and now my box is deciding... Oh, here it is. Here we go. It is, uh, it is day 424 of the Trump crisis. It has been 424 days, 18 hours, 18 minutes, and 50... Four seconds since Hitler won the election. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> oh well. Hurry up, Mueller. We need this over with. Anyway, uh, join me <laughs> as always. Uh, the great city. He is back, baby. The king of Montana, John Kendall, and his war cats, Boots and Snowflake. Huzzah! I'm Huzzah's dialing up I'm uh, dialing up the enthusiasm to about two and a half to a three. Okay. Yeah. Good. good I good. could I could feel it from here. Yeah. Yes, but he has ki- he has cats in his fridge. You know how great is that? <laughs> I, well, it's, so... it's the weirdest thing that they do. Like, I'll open the fridge and look for something, or get like a drink of water or something. And all of a sudden, you know, Boots will get in, or Snowflake, both of them, and they just stand there like, 
it's natural for them to do. And I'm like, what? <laughs> They're like, ignore me, Ice Christmas ham. <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, my cats don't do that. Although, Miko, the mean one, uh, I've told you about his tendency to feel my mother up, right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. And then the other thing was like humping Wizzy, right? No, no, Wizzy humped him. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Uh, he would he would do the uh, what I call the dance of the seven tails, kind of shake his ass in Wizzy's face, <laughs> and Wizzy would just bounce. You know, but uh, wow, yeah, he 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 likes to cop feels. Notice he doesn't do that to me because he knows I find out how many different ways there are to skin a cat. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but you know. Some animals have been known to sniff out cancers, so who knows? He, you know, he better earn yeah. his keep quick because he's been biting her. Yeah. He's been he, he hasn't just been feeling her there; he's been biting her there. Well, well you know. so I don't know what his deal is. He's just, you know. Anyway, also joining us on the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master. Michelle Lagan. And that is me, and I've been beating my head against my computer all day, too, just because I've been doing spell cards, and that sucks. Oh, jeez. I've been, yeah, I've been, trans I've been taking all the, the, the Pathfinder spells for clerics and putting them into a spell card format. Well, Hunter, uh, that big a problem, we could just keep your characters at sixth level. We don't have to push them to seventh, you know. No, I have to have the spells. I have to have the description. <laughs> who's the six? Who's the cleric? Cleric. We don't have a cleric. No, it's just for it's just one for of the other game. games that I I I play in. So. We, we play other games besides the one you're in. Miles, she doesn't need to reach level seven. Sounds like you're a bit of the fake news. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we got to get to Miles Lagon, the G GM yeah. Galaxy Master of our program. Yes, hello, I'm here, and since John is all the way up to two and a half, I'm going to dial my enthusiasm down to six. Twelve. Six. <laughs> six. I only get all a right, six. All right, seven. You can, I'll give you a seven tonight. Look, all of you together should be over 9,000. It's over 9,000! Someone's got to dial it up. Hey, I'm on the happy meter, so I try to keep things positive. Hey, 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 excuse me. Anyway, Kenny Pick will be in at his usual time at the bottom of the second hour. And uh, just a reminder, guys, we got to clean this place up because uh, we're having a visitor next weekend. That's it. That th yes. This, this Some, is it. Someone new for me to push their buttons? <laughs> you better Fantastic. not push. You had better not push John Fugelsang's buttons. You, 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 this guest I, is off limits to you, John. I, I I hold no. I'm. I guess I'm kind of neutral to the whole, like John Fugelsang thing because I don't follow him. So I mean, you know, I'm. Buttons are meant to be pushed. <laughs> John, I forbid you. Here's a here's a uh, may I if I may give a a teaser, Adam. Uh -huh. 
I, I would like to ask John to do this yearly. You know, like we'll talk about the Han Solo one next year. Oh, I'm just yeah. hoping that I'm you know just hoping that do? you know John Kendall doesn't succeed in pushing the buttons necessary to make John Fugelsang go. And eh, no. John, do not, uh, do, do not you, ruin do you this for me. Who you're talking to? Do not I'm, ruin this for me. I'm just saying. I'm I'm King Button Pusher. I know you are. I know you are. Right. And I'm warning Adam. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, you know what we should do though. Before we tell Kenny Pick is on the call, we should ask him to recount the, you know, the the the, the incident with his uh, minifig. What? You what know, minifig. His his figure, his thing. JF, uh, whatever the numbers were. Oh, one twenty one. One twenty one. Oh, oh, oh. Two it's just not one. He has two. Yes, two. He now. has the pre. Uh, Iron Knight, and then he has the Iron Knight versus the Empire. He has, I yes, see. he has it yep. with lightsaber on and with no lightsaber. Yes, I see. Yes. Well, I'm just saying we should ask him to recount his side of that story before we tell him Kenny Pick is on. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I am elaborate quite heavily on the Kenny Pick. I, you know, I, I'm sure it was good natured, and I'm sure you know, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I it. It was fun. And Kenny knows it was fun. He's like, I want to have sex. He's like, I want to have sex again at least once. Oh, I'm sure that's not going to be a problem, John. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I have a story of John Fugel saying. So Michelle, I went to see that. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Do you have? No, I was just going to say. I mean, it's just the the guy makes me question my my being straight. Okay, he's he's good looking. I mean, we all. I mean, I I know you know. Amazing, and he's such a great guy. Yeah. So, so here, Michelle and I went to go see the sexy liberal tour down in Fort Lauderdale. Uh-huh. This is the one I believe that where um, Alan Grayson attended. Right. And um, uh, John Fugelsang came down off the stage, down an aisle. I think went he went to shake his hand or talk to him or something. You swooned, John, didn't you? I what? What? You, no. you swooned, didn't you? <laughs> and so um he's on his way back and this woman in the back of the theater just yells his name you know john and she comes running down the aisle from the, the back of the audience right now just so you know there are two segments of audience there's the primo pay to you know yeah, the, VIPs. the regulars VIPs. and the meet and gropes right. exactly yes you know what you're saying so she was from the non-meet and grope uh area and so she comes running down, and John, so patient, he just stands there and waits. And and she comes up to him, and and she's giving him a hug. She grabs him. This is back when John Fugelsang had long hair. And mm-hmm. I mean, he would do the the wacky, wild, wavy arm guy bit, and his hair would he would just flop his hair around. Anyway, she comes running up, grabs him. Her her right hand literally grabs him by the hair. And pulls it to her face, and it's like she inhales. It's like it's like she just wanted to smell him, and he's just there, you know, giving her a hug and smiling and nodding, and and she's got her face right up in his locks of hair. And she's just like and breathing him in, and I'm like, oh my god, this is what he has to deal with <laughs> everywhere he goes. Oh, that poor man. 
Yes. So I have that I have that memory of him, that visual. It's just like wow. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Time no, for break. Almost. No. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're getting, we're getting there. But uh, no, I'm really looking forward to this. So John, do not ruin it for me, please. I'm oh, begging. Oh no, John, John, I'll be fine. Uh, so yeah. Uh, we have some great. Just... John, nerd... I can send you more cookies. Oh. <laughs> And I'll bump up the lemon and the lemon blueberries. Uh, are we talking like next holiday season or like? No, after... I'm talking. I'm talking about after your good performance with John Fugel saying, "I will send oh, you more cookies." You better not be fucking with me. Oh, I won't fuck with you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be good. All, All right, right. there we go. Bribe accepted. So, did you guys see the the? I mean, we are watching a literal meltdown, okay? Oh, I know. And I know we're up against the break, but we're starting like 15 minutes late, so I I, I feel like... It is scary. We're the break. Let's talk yeah. about the meltdown. Oh! <laughs> Let's talk meltdown. Forget the break. I'm well, kidding. You, it, when, break when well, you got a break. All right, so yep. he had a fucking news conference today to talk about how smart he is. All right. I am so oh, glad because I God. had my doubts, but wow, his reassurance <laughs> is really, uh, you know, set, oh, wonderful. Here's the thing. He doesn't realize, and stupid people <laughs> don't realize this. Stupid people don't get it. Smart people don't brag about being smart. They show it. It's just like President Obama didn't need to brag about being a good president because his actions showed it. Yeah. You know, I mean, first he's talking about his nuclear button, which we all know was a euphemism for his dick. I'm sorry. You are (laughs) 71 fucking years old. Your dick is not bigger and it doesn't work better. Probably not. Probably not. Much, much, much to Melania's benefit. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say. I don't know, man, like three wives, you know, I don't know if it's just more money related or like. (laughs) You know, if he's packing. It's ego. It's ego. He, he needed a younger wife each time. You know, but I mean, it's, he's... It's, it's ego. It's completely ego. He's not packing. You know, if he no. was packing and he could actually satisfy a woman, they wouldn't be sleeping in different bedrooms. I hadn't heard that. They I, are. Well, see, I don't know, because my uh, grandparents... Uh, slept in different bedrooms. That's, that's a different age group, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're they're long since passed, but like, um, right. in the house, like, um, that we live in now, where they lived in, like, they slept in different bedrooms. Huh. I'm just I'm just yeah, saying that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, all I'm saying is that there 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 are. Um, certifiable I'm, I'm not certifiable probably it's not the right word but there are proper channels that say that him and his current wife sleep in different bedrooms <laughs> and you don't you, you don't do that if you are if you are satisfying your wife <laughs> that's um, someone of such a young age is satisfying her <clears throat> that sort of thing so <laughs> Now, is this the part where uh, I reveal to everyone that Melania has been texting me? No. <laughs> oh, hey. 
The rumor I'd heard was a uh, Secret Service guy uh, when she was in the Trump Tower while she was still in New York. That's just a rumor. I have no evidence to back this up. Just what I heard. But no, I mean, he has talked. Look, if you have to go on national TV to assure people about your mental stability, you are not mentally stable. Hell yes. It's, 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 you know this bothers him. If, If it bothered him enough for him to do this, he hates going before the, the press or doing anything in front of the camera because his dentures will slip. He starts mispronouncing the United States. Because he's it, a moron. Just... He's well, a he, fucking he, he, moron. He, he, <laughs> I know. I know. But it, he, my point is he just hates being in front of the press. And so for him to come forward like this means some, it's really got under his skin. Which is just so wonderful to see. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm all. But I mean, and we'll talk about the book because the, the book is, you know, it's kind, of, you know, is what triggered this. But yes, you, you know how we know the book is true. What, what's in the book is true. The fact that the GOP feels the need to release official Republican talking points about it mm. and about Michael Wolf. Mm. If this, <laughs> if this was not true, they wouldn't feel the need to attack. Michael Wolf. So, I'm I'm one. You know, I believe that what's in this book, and I started listening to the audiobook the other day. I believe what's in this book. Is it possible I... Michael Wolf exaggerated? Yeah. Is it possible but... the Yeti exists? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm more in line with the book being believable than the Yeti. Uh... I'm not a Bigfoot. Uh, no, no. With Bigfoot and Yeti are two different cryptids, Miles. Get your shit together. Um, Yeti yeah, I know. is the skunk ape in Florida. Over in Asia, the Bigfoot is in America. Yes. All right. But, uh, but, yeah, yes, Miles. Or Michelle. Um, what I'm thinking is that if I just lost my train of thought, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> your train of thought derailed. Big- you know, I'm just I'm just thinking about Bigfoot and Yeti now. That just trumps everything. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yep. Sorry about that, guys. That's my fault entirely. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, again, smart people don't just like like I said, President Obama didn't doesn't didn't have to go out there and brag about everything because exactly. his actions spoke for themselves. This president is just such a tiny, tiny person whose ego has to constantly be stroked. I mean, he's or if basically it's not being stroked. He has to counter with bragging. Right. I mean, he he's basically an extremely angry erection. Yeah. I like the term that the uh, the British use for that. It's called a semi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you can't call it an erection if there's only one inch. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, we, we already had to deal with one orange weeping boner in this country. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he didn't even know who John Boner is. Okay, he's the fucking leader of the Republican Party, and he does did not know who John Boner is. Trump didn't know? Trump did not know. I'm sorry. Somebody asked I, him? 
so, I don't remember. Uh, uh, no, uh, Steve Bannon was trying to get, um, according to the book, which I, and I haven't gone this far, but this is my understanding. Steve Bannon was trying to get Trump to make Boner his chief of staff because he wanted like a Washington insider because, you know, drain the swamp. Yeah. Right. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. and Trump's response was who's John Boner. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Like I said, I am 100%. I believe it. I believe it. I, uh, <laughs> no, to be a fly on the wall, just to look at the look on Bannon's face. When Trump says that, just the... <laughs> All right, we got to get going I to break. I seriously have to explain it to this idiot. Who Go the ahead. fuck Boner is? I mean, I... I, <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't... The, the mind boggles how you can oh, be... Oh, what a week. And then and, and he seriously, I'm a genius because I ran for president once and I won the first. No, you didn't. You ran in 20, uh, 2000 and you lost. All right, we got to go to break. We're already six minutes. We're, all right, we'll be right back after this. Breathe, Miles, breathe. You're listening to Mike Check Radio. With Adam Heber. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Hi, this is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Normally, we here at Indie Media Weekly would do these station IDs, but today we have a special guest. You're listening to Indie Media Weekly, and I'm Lex Lang. That's IndieMediaWeekly.com, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Ciao. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. The point I'm trying to make is that I am the most unpleasant, rude, ignorant, and all-round obnoxious arsehole that anyone could possibly have the misfortune to meet. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. Join me, as always, out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Lagan. Yes, hello, and my uh, enthusiasm has just reset to its natural setting of 11. Woo! All right, great, great. All right, also joining us out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle Lagan, the rogue DM Dungeon Master. Yes, she is here and currently indisposed, Uh-oh. but she'll be back very soon. What, did the cat, what are the cats doing? No, it, uh, I can't tell you. Cat issues. <laughs> yeah, all right, never mind. Yes, it is cat issues. <laughs> Uh-oh. Why do I... My my Admiral Akbar sense is, t- is tingling. Something's telling me something is a trap. Do you want to yell and they say... It's a trap! Everything's fine! It's cleaning up a mess! 
So it is cat issues. Yeah. Yes. We're going with that. Yes. Okay. Uh, anyway, and finally, out of the great city of Missoula, Montana, back from his hiatus and illness, Mr. John Kendall, this, as soon as I find it, is your jingle. I just had it. There it is. Montana, one man rewrote history. John Kendall. Hail to the king, baby. Look, Johnny, you're my pal. You've been my hero ever since high school. That guy can hurt people without even touching them. Just what kind of a demon is he? You are under my control. You cannot resist the power of my superior mind. Come on, you, you just gotta be so superior to everyone else. No, but you? superior to, to, than you. I'm in the Empire business. You may look like a bum, but you got a lot of talent, young man. It's good to be the king. All right, there we go. All right, so... John, you had you had some nice uh, holidays. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it was after the holidays. They can kiss my ass now. Okay, well, we missed you, buddy, but we're glad you had a nice time. You have, you have fun in Drummond? Well, whatever you're doing in Drummond? Yeah, I, I, I generally like spending time with my parents, you know, okay. during the holidays and stuff, because, you know, as morbid as it may sound, like... You know, there will be one day that they're not here. So right. we got to... Memento Mori. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if you guys heard about this new book. But so the book is Fire and Fury by Michael Wolf. And What a great the, title. I, I mean, here's the thing. Is that if this book isn't true, the best thing to do would have been to say nothing publicly and quietly file a libel suit. And let the hmm. court say, you know. So what does he do? He raises a fuss. People are interested. He tries to get the book banned. He he sends a cease and desist order order to the lawyers, and he I mean he increased demand for the book so much they published it five days early. <laughs> now that, ladies and gentlemen, is what I call being hoisted on your own retard. You know, Trump has this gift of turning everything he he touches into shit. But in this one case, in this one case, he actually made something more valuable. Go figure. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did you hear this? So uh, apparently part of his news conference, he said, this is a well, oh, let's make this official. Let's talk about the greatest American zero, shall we? Oh, please. The no puppets. No puppets. It's pretty clear. You're the pup. It's pretty clear you won't admit. Yeah. No, you're the, the pup. I'm gonna bomb the shit out of them. Hey, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab another pussy. I move in here like a bitch. No politician in history, and I say this with great surety, has been treated worse or more unfairly. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. He's not like I don't remember. I don't I'm really not a bad person, by the way. I do get good ratings, you have to admit that. I'm not ranting and raving. I'm just telling you, you know, you're dishonest people. Nuclear holocaust would be like no other. Russia is fake news. Russia, this is fake news put out by the media. She doesn't have the stamina. I said she doesn't have the stamina. Hong Kong goes the truck. Hong Kong goes the truck. Hong Kong goes the truck. Guys, I know we've done some fucked up things before, but I think this takes the fucked up cake. Oh. Okay. So, 
<laughs> I'm, I'm I, back. Sorry. Welcome back. I, I thought you might be like baking me some cookies on the DL or something. Oh, you know. Hon, I, I have I have an 18 year old cat, a 12 year old cat, a nine year old cat, and a two year old cat. There is going to be havoc wrecked in my household at some point. So why so, did you try I, and make it like sorry. it was? So why did you try and make it like it wasn't cat issues? <laughs> because my husband is a twit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> and I love him. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, part of it at, at his news conference, he said the following, and I can't believe I'm reading these words. This is a country which I don't want to look foolish. And it's not going to look foolish as long as I'm here. <laughs> say that. Can you say that without laughing? How, okay, uh, hold on. Give me a minute. Quote? I gotta reset. I got to reset. I gotta get the laughs out. You're not helping, right. Miles. Okay. <sighs> this is a country which I don't want to look foolish. And it's not going to look foolish as long as I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That that, that 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 scores a crank or laugh. That's oh a crank that's a crank or laugh right there. One second. That is a solid John, I think you're with me on this, right? This is a, this is worthy of a crank or. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Wait. There's one more perfect clip for this. <laughs> Oh, wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> the entire world thinks you're a fucking clown. This is this is like the captain of the Titanic saying, I don't want this boat to sink. And it will not sink as long as I'm the captain. Well, but they, the, the captain didn't mean to sink the Titanic. I understand. Well, Trump doesn't mean to sink America, but that's just his gift. Near, far, wherever you are. Hey, Adam. Uh, yes. Who sings that song? Uh, Celine Dion. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> oh! Oh, John Fugel sang. I'm not John. John no, Kendall no, just. John Kendall, not John Fugel sang. Come on. You've made a powerful enemy tonight, son. He chose. So, so he, he that ship sailed. That ship <laughs> sailed before you won the. Yeah. Oh my god, that that ship sailed, hit an iceberg, sunk, was rebuilt again, sailed again, hit another iceberg, and sunk. This is awesome. I don't want this country to look foolish. I mean, what he, this is just straight up projection. He knows how bad this book makes him look. And he is desperate to try and just go out. He, he, he wants to, he's going out in front of the press, in front of the American people, and just spewing, I am not dumb. I am not foolish. I am the emperor. I am your emperor, and my clothes are fine. You can see my clothes. I am wearing them, and there is a, everything is fine. And we're all <laughs> getting a per, we're all getting a straight view 
of his teeny tiny wing. Well, if you want to look there, go ahead. But I, I'm I don't. <laughs> I enjoy living. You know, I mean, he's gone to plaid. They've gone to yeah. plaid. This is a fun, fun time. Now, I... <laughs> let's take it to the serious part about impeachment. So Mueller is going to, investigation is going to continue. But irregardless of what Mueller puts out there, I don't believe with the Republican control of the House and Senate, it's going to happen. I don't think it'll happen this year. So, I mean, it would have to be so devastating what Mueller brings out that the Republicans would just have to go, oh, God. I mean, it, it puts them in danger, serious danger of losing their seats for them to turn around and go, all right, he's gone. I mean, on the plus side, Pence, I mean, how do they, how, oh, what happens if they have to lose Pence at the same time? No, they'll fight it. They'll fight it. I mean, what they'd really like to do, dump Trump, right? And then Pence is in charge, and then Pence nominates a new VP, some straight shooter guy, you know, a, a military uh, veteran, He's got credentials, this and that, un, un impeccable, you know, a good straight up street Republican. That way, when the Democrats win the House and Senate in 2018, and you're out there in the street with your pants around your ankles saying you're a ninny, that the uh, House Speaker will not become the president once, uh, you know, the, the impeachment uh, swallows up Trump and Pence. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> ninny. <laughs> anyway, I, I just you know like I said if 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 say John wrote a, a blatantly false tell all about me I wouldn't go on Twitter and bring attention to it I'd go to a court say I want to sue this motherfucker for lying about me for help me fill out the papers and let the court system. the fact that he's attacking the author in the book shows there is some validity to this, even if the book isn't 100% true. I mean, again... <sighs> is it possible there's some embellishment? Sure. But the way that the Republicans are thrashing about in the briar patch shows, oh, some thorns are getting stuck in there where they don't like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, so... You know, I, I, you know, I honestly, you know, Kenny thinks, Kenny doesn't believe the bit about Boner. I do. The man doesn't, the man knows nothing about politics. No, he doesn't. You know, no. and that's the truth. He doesn't know jack shit. Yeah. You know, so, you know. Well, I, you, yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. I'm just... Uh, They're going about this... Well, what can they do? I mean, I hear what you're saying. You're saying that they should quietly go after it, but they don't have those kind of creds. They don't have that legitimacy of the book being that wrong that they can silence it, that they can ban it, that they can shut it down or put up a... What's the term when you block it by the courts? Injunction, yeah, uh, <laughs> they just don't have those kind of creds. So this this is a free country. That book's coming out. I wonder what the sales are like. You think it'll reach number one? It already has reached number one. 
you know mm. and i will say this miles what you said earlier i agree with you but here's the thing is that it is our job as the as the vast left-wing conspiracy to turn trump into an a millstone around the neck of the gop hold them under until they stop struggling and the bubble stop coming up yeah I, I, they'll do that to themselves attention stupid republicans that is a metaphor before you get your knickers in a wad (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, the what i want and here's the bright side of this you know you can they can say yeah trump's bad he's hurting the country i know i know he is he's bringing out the misogynists he's bringing out the racists he's bringing out the bigots the, the homophobes everybody now the plus. Here's the plus. It is going to turn this country. It is going to accelerate the push because you've got people that didn't bother to turn out to vote. That didn't, you know, that were sitting on the sidelines, just going, ah, nothing's going to affect me. And now they're getting affected. He's trying to take away Obamacare. These tax cuts are going to absolutely torpedo your middle class. So it's going to hit people in the wallet. It's going to hit them hard. And I want in 2020 is a census year and that is when the districts get redrawn and then 2010 the the coup i don't know how else to phrase it of the gop was so powerful that they would get to redistrict and gerrymander to a way that they have safe seats and they can't be touched and i want that undone in 2020 and uh trump is the best guy to do it just he is to just totally torpedo them. Yeah, well, no, you're you're absolutely right. But all right, um, but yeah, like I said, I, I can I prove the book? Here's the thing: is that if this book was not true, how hard would it be to to disprove it? Hmm. It's well, not that... you'd have you would have to have to have the people that were interviewed or allegedly interviewed come forth and, and say, no, this isn't true. No, this isn't true. But apparently this guy has tapes. <laughs> so nobody's doing that. Nobody's coming forth saying, nope, I didn't say that. Because <laughs> if, they're on a, if they're on a network news, let's say they go to Sean Hannity, the softball expert, right? And he's out there saying, you didn't really say that blah, 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 did you? And this guy's like, no, I didn't say that. This book is totally wrong. And then... Right after that, this guy puts out the tape. So right on the uh, YouTube is the Sean Hannity interview, followed by boop, pr- the proof that he's a liar. So yeah. nobody's doing it. Nobody's speaking coming of, forth and going. Go ahead. Sp- uh, yeah, speaking of the incredible salt. So Thursday night he says this is going to be a non story. You know, in forty eight hours, no one's going to care about this book. <laughs> 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 Get down, bastard! <laughs> hey, oh Sean. My. Hey, Sean. I've got a question for you. So tell me, what's it like living in a constant haze of stupidity? <laughs> oh, non-story in forty-eight hours. How's that working out for you, Hannity? <laughs> awesome. This is just like the time when he fucking threw a fit about Keurig, and then everybody went and was like, oh, hey, you know, we're bootlickers too, and they throw their Keurigs off their stupid 
things. And then he goes and, and buys the is like, Keurig. oh, wait, I will buy you more Keurig. And Keurig is like, oh, wow. Are you sure you haven't got a couple of screws loose? It, it, it's always yeah. funny to me, like, any anytime there's a product kind of like boycott like that or, you know, uh, bootlicking of the most extreme of natures, like, they've already bought the damn thing. Like, just like with the NFL, like, jerseys are hella expensive. And, you know, just like these butthurt people going out. And like, oh my god, uh, free speech, free speech, uh, veterans, veterans, uh. and then <laughs> like them lighting their jerseys and shit on fire. Like, there, there's no point to it because you've already they spent the money. Have your money? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you lighting, you're lighting the jersey on fire does not get you a refund. <laughs> No. Yeah, it, you know, it depends mm. on the nature of the jersey too, because like, um, like in the past, I've dropped like a hundred dollars on a single jersey for, um, like my mom for a Christmas gift. I got her a jersey of uh my cousin that played, and you know, I like I said dropped a hundred dollars on that on the larger sizes. You know, you're looking at like one twenty five, one fifty. Yes, you are. I, I mean, mm. uh, you know, like I said, they love the this guy is a genius. He's an effective genius. He's a he's an effective foreign policy president. Your your effective foreign policy president was just talking about his dick size on Twitter again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, again, secure men, secure men don't have to brag about it. They because they have because they get results. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I also don't understand the reason to have to brag, period. Uh, he's playing 4D <laughs> chess, you guys. Uh, that's, uh. That, that, that's why I'm very grateful I have such an understanding wife. Oh. What? <laughs> Darling, don't say that. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> you making me blush. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh... Like I said, I I for I really do believe this book, and I I'm in, I started listening to it, and you know, and let's be honest, for eight years the right wing wrote shit about President Obama that was blatantly untrue, and not once yep. did he take him to court, even though I would say he had a serious case for it. Yeah, but he didn't care. He wasn't into that sort of, uh, you know. But, he knew they were gonna the bad mouth him anyways. But you got to remember so that why if you don't, bother. Because you need to discipline ignorant children, and that's what the that's what conservatives are. They're naive, ignorant children. But half well, the yeah, time, when you discipline them, it just makes it worse. Look, it's like I always said: if the bread is crass, whoop that ass. I think you actually stole that from me. I did not, sir. Oh. But anyway, like that's the thing. Like you know, in the clip you heard like uh, uh, no president has been treated worse than I have uh, 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 uh. well what about all the fucking conservative pages you know that fucking every headline is like Obama is an n-word look at his daughters and then you know the next moment is like oh no he's a Kenyan, Kenyan Muslim nationalist baby yeah. puncher kitten eater 
Well, Puppy Trump would chip her. Head. Trump was the head of the birther movement. Yep. You know, yeah. I, I've hired people to go out to Hawaii to investigate his birth certificates, and you're going to be surprised about what they found out. That's exactly from Trump's playbook. That's what he did. It's it's internet clickbaiting at its worst. Like, oh god, you know, investigators go out to Hawaii. What happens next will shock you. Yeah. All oh. right, we we'll be back. At, we got to go to break. We'll be right back after this. After this. There we go. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. That's the end of Act One. Intermission time. Go get some snacks. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. The show. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we're back for our number two here on Mike Check Radio. We're going to get started real quick. Miles Michelle Lagan out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. Hey there. John Kendall, Missoula, Montana, King of Montana. Hello. Huzzah. All right, so let's get to this because, uh, so we're just going to do a quick, like, round table, you know, not round table, but, um, so, uh, Laura Ingram. <laughs> Ew. What the fuck? Yeah. Huh? She should never be mentioned. Period. Why does it say five minutes? Hold on what? one second. Something's not right here. Laura Ingram is... Yeah. Laura Ingram is a person that should not be mentioned in polite conversation ever. You know what? Ever. Uh, I, I, I've got bad news, guys. Uh-oh. I, no, no fucked, I fucked up the audio. Okay, good. Then we don't have to listen to her. Thank you, Adam. I love you. <laughs> okay. So she was. All right, we'll talk about those. She was criticizing actresses 
who talk about fighting sexual harassment when they're flaunting their bodies. And oh. It's, it's clear to me that she's just upset because no man who isn't high in enough LSD to kill him would find her physically attractive. Oh. Laura, just in sense you're stupid, I just called you ugly. Joke's on you, Adam. She'd have to listen to this train wreck in order to get that. She's she's not an ugly woman. Uh, I disagree. Um, She's ugly on the inside. (laughs) She's ugly Uh, on the inside. I mean, if we're we're just going to do comparisons, I think she's more attractive than Van Coulter. Just saying. Yeah, but I, 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 I never call out a woman on her physical beauty. Yeah, I, I call out the, a woman on her soul and the way she, uh, you know, uh, you know what she says. In which case, she's I, even uglier than I say she is. She is a she is a she she's prettier than I am, but no. she is she is an ugly ugly uh, physical uh, 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 social mental and um soul person she is not a nice person prettier than you are (laughs) michelle now is fake news i'm sorry i I, I am a white marshmallow with green eyes that's my (laughs) face okay (laughs) um i i i agree with michelle because like you know she's She's rotten on the inside. Yes. Like, you know, I mean, I I wouldn't date a blonde or whatever, you know, just my preference. But, uh-huh. like, I you thought... know, she's just, all the stuff that she says is, you know, is abhorrent. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the same thing with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She is not an ugly woman on the outside, Oh my God, her soul has been eaten away by so many uh, horrible worms and her father's upbringing and all that. She is just not a pretty woman on the inside. She's a cow. No, you can't say that. Well, we shouldn't say that. (laughs) Let's not not sink to their level, Adam, I think is the point. You don't. Yeah, don't judge people by their appearance. Judge them by their actions and their just their so, actions. For, so this Laura, what she's saying to actresses that are coming forward about sexual harassment, that they should not complain about the harassment they receive because they make a living that involves society enjoying how they look. She's saying it's their fault because they dress like whores is basically what she's saying. So, victim blaming. Which, again, I think that's cause enough to file this under American Taliban, because she's doing the, it's your fault you got felt up. If you were just as ugly as I am and no one found you desirable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, like, you know, cleavage does not does not mean come and get it. Exactly. Like, you know, there there there's this one clip I just saw uh, recently, like within the last week, and it was at a festival. Like, if anybody knows anything about festivals, 
Like, they are madness, and, you know, there's just people there for the same reason, and, like, this girl put glitter on her hoots and was walking, like, through, like, an open space. A dude literally, with his stupid hat, gets up, runs over, and gropes her. That girl turned right around and and found him, walloped him right in the face. And well, he deserved it. As, he, as she should. Now, as far as this Ingram, it is not difficult to put her in her place with regards to her logic, because she her logic is flawed. This victim blaming doesn't work. It is absolutely something we can point out, and how and, and we can logically show how bad it is. Calling her ugly does not defu- refute her argument. It doesn't do that. So I'm just saying let's... Take, tear her apart based on her statement. No, but, but it pisses off her. It pisses her off, and it pisses off her fans. If Am you I, think she listens to the show, and or her fans listen, okay. Look, I've uh, I've made no I've made no secret of fact that I have been desperately trying to get on Newsbusters for years. To where remember John? Oh. Remember a few years ago, John, where uh, we talked about you know someone you know like someone writing up fake reports and signing them the Newsbusters just to get us attention. Yeah. You know, I look. I even said Brent Bozell looks like the guy who has a small dick in Ghostbusters. Didn't get me squat. Yeah. Um... I'd, I'd change tactics. <laughs> I wouldn't try to get on Newsbusters attacking Ingram. Uh, yeah. Look, and, I'm going to uh, bottom line it. She's a horrible human being. I don't feel guilt for insulting how she looks. Just like I don't I, feel guilt for insulting how Sarah Huckabee Sanders looks. They're ugly, ugly people. You. I agree with you that she is a, you know, on the end, a, a horrible person. Uh, and uh, her, her looks aren't really relevant but yeah i understand i understand the desire to put her in her place by attacking her looks but that's just not a tactic that will get you it, it won't it won't carry water all right i know fine. it makes you feel good yeah. it's satisfying i get yeah. it but just saying yeah and i, I... <laughs> go ahead michelle ladies first well, no, I just I, I can't go against anybody for their looks. We are not all born with the same genetic lottery. We don't all get the same um, treatment as we're growing up. Sometimes I, I have horrible self-esteem issues. But I, that's one because that's one thing I will never attack a woman on are her looks. That is something she can't control. She can change it a little with, you know, makeup, dressing and that sort of thing. What I wanted, what I am intent on, is what they view as a person. If they say, if they support white supremacy, supremacy, if they're racist, if they're bigots, if they're, uh, you know, women can be misogynists too. We can be against our own kind. Yep. I cannot do that unless you are proven to say that. And, Laura and like Ingram, Laura Ingram, she, yeah, she she is a she has a black heart. <laughs> But Sorry. she is not an ugly individual. Sarah Huckabee Sanders has a black heart. I can't stand to listen to the woman. But I it's not because I don't like how she looks, because she has a black heart. Yeah. You know, like ad hominem gets you nowhere. You know, I'm with Miles on this one. Like, you know, ad you you may it's 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 super easy to sit back and be like, 
oh, hey, you know, Sarah Suckabee Sanders, uh, you know, is ugly. You know, when when I say that someone is ugly, like, shit, I, I have no room to talk. I'm fucking fat as shit. But, like, um, uh, you know, when I say someone's ugly, it's, it's their personality because, you know, it's like Sarah Huckabee Sanders and, uh, or Ingram, you know, can, they have a pulpit that they can, they can do something with, like, you know, they, but most of their base are like these uneducated people that, you know, want, they're bootlickers and, you know, they just want... They just want their boots licked the cleanest. They want to uh, hear the hate. I, I, I'll, I'll chime in with this. I mean, uh, the pictures I saw of Laura Ingram, she has this little cross uh, on a necklace. And I'm like, all right. So her audience, her the demographic she's playing to is your far right wing Christian that thinks that a woman should be proper and not, you know, do things that are inappropriate. And so the actresses of Hollywood are a class one uh, off offense to them. They see these women as, you know, they are, you know, using their bodies to make a living, which they see is wrong. And so they want to attack them and put them down. And so it, 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 <sighs> Laura Ingram's just not going to get anywhere outside of her own demographic. Those that worship her, <laughs> pun intended, you know, uh, listen to her and, and give her, you know, street cred. Those aren't the type of people we're going to change their minds on anyway. I'd rather work on the people that are, you know, in the middle and listening and, and going, oh, yeah, that sounds kind of shitty. Yeah, well, you know, it's in regards to, like, the Laura Ingram wearing the cross and, you know, like, throwing shade at it's It's basically your bottom of the barrel, no true Scotsman. Because, you know, like, you know, she can wear a cross and, you know, pray to her invisible being or whatever and you know that's all fine and good for her but then like you know someone that may dress a little more liberally you know like their cleavage or whatever present like it's you know they may be christian too but they're not you know, giving in to, like, the, the sensationalism of, like, oh, my God, oh, you're cleavage, uh, 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 offensive, you know, like, you know, boys everywhere getting erections and, you know, like, birds are committing suicide. And <laughs> I'm not talking about your average Christians. I'm talking about the far right wing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, like I said, it's, it's like, you know, the very far right wing is, you know, they give in to the... Like, no true Scotsman, like, oh my god, you know, like, no true Scotsman shows their cleavage, and it's like, uh, okay. It's just, it's just silly. Yeah. Alright, let's get to this. This audio was edited correctly. Here is, uh, so, uh, Jeff Sessions decided he was going to go after California for legalizing pot, and Jerry just Brown California? said- well, just not just California, but you know why you know why he's going after California. Yeah, all right, proceed. It's it's the biggest blue state in the union, and he want again. He's all about he's all about punishing people who don't goose step to his beat. And you know, I'm going to say it right now. 
there is no amount of punishment he can that Schittler can dish out that would ever get me to support a fascist. Just like all you little conservative tart snowflakes out there who get so much joy. He's still your president. <laughs> Stupid liftard. He will never be my president. You could hold a gun to my head and say, if you don't say he's your president, I will pull the trigger. And my response will be, you better have the balls to pull the trigger. I'm going to kill you. Oh, my. So there's not, you know, so he's so here he is comparing J Governor Jerry Brown. Oh, no, wait, that's not Jack. King. Uh, uh, no. Um, here it is. Uh, I I'm sorry. Jack Kingston is <laughs> shit. Uh, it was Tuck Carlson talking about California's Jerry Brown. My mistake. Well, good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. And of course, Happy New Year. America lasted yet another 12 months as the best country in the world, but it was a turbulent year, and 2018 could be even more so. So later tonight, advice on how to thrive over the year ahead, no matter what happens. But first, this country's largest state has taken another dramatic step toward disunion and open defiance of the federal government. As of yesterday, California is now a sanctuary state. It's the nation's first. All police statewide oh, in California are banned from asking about a suspect's immigration status or cooperating with federal immigration officials. Landlords are banned from reporting the legal status of their tenants. Colleges can't monitor the immigration status of the kids they enroll. These new measures augment the state's many existing laws, all designed to enable illegal immigration. Illegals in California already are entitled to receive a driver's license, in-state college tuition, free health care for their children, and more. They don't need to have a job. They don't have to know English. It doesn't matter even if they have a history of crime, even violent crime. In California, illegal aliens are now a protected class. And maybe more significant, the state itself is now in direct opposition to this country's most basic laws. Fifty-five years ago this month, Governor George Wallace took his oath of office and pledged resistance to federal authority, effectively declaring Alabama its own country. You know the history. Well, Governor Jerry Brown of California has done something similar this week. No. There is nothing in the Constitution that requires a state to actively help the federal government. Well, there is the Supremacy Clause, but other than that, no. You're that, right. all, all the supremacy law says supremacy clause says is that federal law trumps state law. No, yeah, there's no, there's nothing that California said that that's trying to contradict federal law. There's nothing in federal law that says they have to ask those questions. That they have nope. to help have to help the federal authorities. No, that's true. It's just that there is no. I mean, when they say illegal immigration, when people come to this country. I mean, there is a such a simple solution to this, and the Republicans won't lift a finger to do it. And you would think that they would if they are really that much against immigration. And that is to go after the people that hire un the undocumented workers. But you forget Once you a, stop... Go ahead. Sorry, but you forget a very simple problem with that. They write the checks. Who Who writes the checks? Oh, you're talking about the... The, the people the that hire the undocumented are, are the, paying the, the uh, GOP? Exactly. They fund I know the they GOP. Are. I know they are. Yes. So they're, talking out of, they're, they're talking out of one side of their mouth, and they're accepting money, you know, money in politics, another great problem that I would love to see fixed. But my point is the GOP won't fix this. 
I, you're right. That's the reason. But they talk about how it's, you know, the, the real problem is we need to take these, you know, people that are in this country uh, undocumented and ship them back to their country of origin. You know how expensive that is? You've got 12, however many millions of people in this country that are undocumented. And instead of going to the people, the very, very few that are hiring illegally, you know, which is the, cheaper. criminals and, it and, is cheaper. and, and yep. uh, yeah, it's cheaper. And you and you take these people like, hey, you just hired an, a, uh, an undocumented person that this person isn't a citizen. You're going to jail. You don't even have to go after everybody. You just knock out. You just go after one, then two, then three. The, as soon as you make it clear to the corporations that you they will be held accountable, they will purge. They will purge their employee roles of people that are undocumented. I, I guarantee it. There's yeah. no way they're going to risk being arrested and prosecuted for that. Because people think it's only like the the the, the pickers that are, you know, the, the, the pickers that are the undocumented workers. No, you've got maids, you've got uh, meat packing. Meat packing is one of the business, the biggest businesses that uh, hire undocumented. Yeah, landscaping, construction. You go after all of those and you will cut down on this easily but then again you're going to cut you're going to you're going to take away that, that wonderful little funding that gets the GOP their their votes and they don't want to hear that yeah. all right we got to get going to break Kenny Pink is waiting so we're going to go to break and then when we come back we'll get through the re the other two clips of audio that I didn't fuck up oops uh and uh we'll talk about the return of a, of a beloved classic cartoon we'll be right back after this you're listening to mike check radio with adam heber and i'm sure he's a nice guy but i think he's like the thing he only imitates human behavior he's not actually human himself mike check radio with adam hebert at indie media weekly radio
pets have turned into speed bumps. Slow down when you drive between the cones. Old pickup beds all rusted in the front yard. No one tries to keep up with Mr. Jones. Work hard all day. Now it's time to unload when the sun Terrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Ciao. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, well, he's very popular, Ed. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
And we are back. Joining me as always, a bunch of righteous dudes. To wit, Mr. John Kendall out of Missoula, Montana, the king of Montana, and his war cats, boots, and snowflake, fond of popping into the refrigerator for un for reasons known but to themselves. Um also fond of um when uh Snowflake does this when uh I toss and turn at like six thirty, seven in the morning. He thinks he it behooves him to come into my room, jump up on my bed, and give me kisses until I get up to feed him. <laughs> do do either of them cop feels like my mom's cat does? No, no. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> I thought it was sexual harassment panda, not sexual harassment kitty. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. And Boots doesn't do, like, he'll come and jump up on the bed and, like, lay down next to me, like, saying, hey, you know, I'm laying here, you know, the least he can do is get up and fill our bellies. But hey, Snowflake, listen. he'll jump up and start giving kisses. Well, at least it's kisses, not bites like Miko. All right. Anyway, also joining us on the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM dungeon master, Michelle Legon. That is me. And boy, are you guys in trouble tomorrow. Oops, oh, spoilers. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> oh no. Shit. <laughs> I think I'm getting struck. <coughs> <coughs> Uh, I think I'm getting stripped, guys. <clears throat> anyway, also joining us out of Port St. <laughs> Port St. Lucie, Florida. Miles Lagon, the GM Galaxy Master, a.k.a. the Incredible Karnak. Yes, and my battle goat, Broomhilda, will save the day. <laughs> I somehow doubt that very much, but okay. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Anyway, finally, out of Clevesburg, Ohio, the roar by the shore, Mr. Kenny Pick. Yes, I uh, would prefer to fit into the dweebs or dickhead category, though, instead of righteous dude. What, what's wrong with being a righteous dude like me? <laughs> hey, dweebs are great. Dweebies, dickheads. They all adore Yeah, and of course, what you guys have in common with them is you all adore me. So, Kenny, in case you hadn't heard, uh, the bribe was expended to John Kendall, and it, the bribe was accepted. Oh, it was. Yes. Yes. The the bribe is hereby as follows. <laughs> I shall be nice to uh, um, John Fuglesang, who I have no ill or... Uh, overly excited will like the rest of y'all do. I shall be nice to him for an express order of and more uh, and tastier cookie varieties. Yes. Jeepers. <laughs> if, since you're getting all these cookies, can you at least clean the, the, the station can? No. Oh, fine. I'll do it. Oh, we I... also found out earlier that, um, Adam Hebert cannot sing and thus fell prey to the hey, who sings that song? Let's keep it that way joke. Uh, yes. <laughs> you are the bane of my existence, Kendall. <laughs> ah. 
Yeah, but, it's, so, but no. we have to admit that Adam was trying to sing a Celine Dion song, which for a man is kind of taxing. Well, there are procedures that can be done that can assist. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> let's let's get to let's get to this because we've got stuff to do. So again, John Fugel saying next weekend. Very excited. Woot! It's gonna be fun. And uh, so yeah. Uh, and let's get to this. Uh, Kenny, I don't know if you heard. I fucked up editing audio this week. Instead of exporting, instead of exporting what I selected. <laughs> I was deleting it and exporting the entire remaining file. <laughs> it's well. not it's not a mistake if you catch it. But I didn't catch it until I loaded the audio. I'm like, why the hell do I have six minutes of Tommy Lauren? Therefore it's a mistake. Right. <laughs> Alright, let's get to this. Uh Jack Kingston. Um, he thinks that Donald Trump bragging about his nuclear button. Cling. Um, I'm sorry. Mm, allergies. Uh, is the same as Ronald Reagan saying "tear down that wall." <sighs> Let's take a listen. So, Congressman Kingston, to you, you know, do you agree with that statement? Do the no, president's no, no, comments I... make America less safe? Go ahead. I don't. We have so many armchair advisors from the State Department circles who know how to run the world. And if they were just in charge, the world would be a wonderful place. But we've seen in North Korea failed attempts by Republicans and the Democrats trying to get the Kim Jong-un family under control. And you can't do it easily. Nobody knows the crystal clear path. I think what the president is doing is giving the uh, rhetoric right back to him. At the same hand, working with the international community, trying to get China, trying to get Russia on board, and he's trying to get Tillerson and South Korea to say try diplomatic um, uh, solutions as well. So I think what the president is doing is right, and I think these were the same people who were appalled when Ronald Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. They're always the same armchair academic types from think tank who have all the little crystal clear solutions and they get approval from their own small circles but they're not out there in the real world. You my friend are just a few plums short of a fruit pie. This guy <laughs> is a huge fucking liar. No one was appalled at Ronald Reagan saying tear down the wall. Nobody was freaking out going oh that's a horrible no that didn't happen. Two this thing about his insinuation that Trump is like, yes, let's have talks with North Korea. Bull fucking shit. He's like, talks won't start to happen until they do what? He set up some pre prerequisites like drop their nuclear option, their nuclear program or whatever. But he's like, no, no talks. This guy's a fucking liar. You know what would be similar is if Trump came out and said, Mr. Putin, stop fucking with our elections. To which Donald or, Trump, to to which Donald Trump more, says, "Not on my watch, baby." <laughs> or the more the Jack dramatic, Kingston, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Trump, please, or Mr. Putin, please stop rubbing my balls. Yeah. See, there you go. But Jack, Jack Kingston, he's he's a peckerhead deluxe man. Um, he's he's one of those fucking glazed-eyed Trump cultists that will make an excuse for anything. 
as a as a pundit or a shill, he should be brought back on. Whoever was talking to him, this guy, wow. Well, I, I, I do have to correct something. Yes, I ma'am. don't. I yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. But yeah. Putin is definitely the receiver in the Trump Putin um, relationship. I, I don't think Putin would do anything for Trump. Period. Hmm. Michelle, have you been shipping this? <laughs> shipping what? The uh, Trump Putin relationship. Oh no, I, I, I've just been writing on I've just been thinking about it. I'm like, you know, Putin Putin's definitely the top. And he's a top oh, yeah. in the extreme. <laughs> well, as Stephen Colbert referred to Trump as Putin's cock holster, so you know. Yes, yes, definitely. No, yeah, no, there, there's... Is it is it okay to talk about this kind of stuff tonight? Your your mom's not listening, Adam? She is not listening. I can confirm. Uh, okay. As opposed to any other night. Shut up. I have John. to ask though, when you when I mean when your mom walked in and we were talking about the Scaramucci thing. Uh, what did, did she just give a look or did she say, "Oh, I'm really disappointed in Kenny"? Or no, what no, she just looked. She just happened? looked. She she just gave me a really angry look. Yeah, she she gave Adam the mom stink eye. Yeah. Yep. Oh dear. So, <laughs> so now, just like curiously, Kenny, did you did, were you listening earlier? Did you hear about Trump's tweet where he says he doesn't want America to look foolish, and we won't look foolish as long as he's around? Uh, <laughs> I saw. I wasn't listening earlier, but I did see the tweet. I was baking a delicious lasagna and watching uh, uh, Black Mirror. Hold oh, on, yeah. hold on. Let, let's pause this for a second. Lasagna, you say? Yes. So, so name? if I, so if I say I'm gonna be be mean to John Fugel, saying, "Will you bribe me with lasagna?" Uh, it's your show. I don't care what or you. Are you? Are you? You know, I'm gonna bluff because I really look up <laughs> to John Fugel saying. I yeah. think your bluff got called. Damn it! Well, yeah, because yeah. Adam, you're not a well-known button pusher like I am. I push buttons like the best of them. Trust me, I know pushing buttons. It's not me saying this. It's other people that they have been saying this. His his button's bigger and it works. And all, all I can say is I, I owe John another set of cookies anyways from earlier this year when I didn't want to ship them out during the summer. So I got him to agree to be nice for the cookies I owed him anyways. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I'll do anything for you, Michelle. Okay. See if see if he were Adam a fan of Star if he were a fan of Star Wars he would have a well developed Admiral Akbar sense and would have realized this was a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> all right, let's get to uh, last I one. I love you all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week, Tyrants. Uh Dana Rohrbacher losing his oh. shit on CNN. <laughs> oh. When he's asked about lying to the FBI. Uh, so I got to warn you guys. Uh, we are going to go to Plaid. They've gone to Plaid. Because this gets crazy. Oh, yeah. 
Well, people can be indicted for anything, especially if there's a special prosecutor. And yes, I am an open book to everybody, and uh, I have spoken to everybody who wanted to talk to me. Do you think it's okay to lie do. to the FBI? It's, uh, Look, is that the answer is no. It's not good to lie to anybody. It's also not good to interrupt people when they're trying to make a point. When you're when you're oh, a news no. person. I apologize if of you feel like I've interrupted okay. you for that. I, I mean you of don't. No you disrespect, did. sir. Uh, have you yourself interviewed no with Robert Mueller? Foot, no disrespect. No, no disrespect. You don't respect Trump. You don't respect people who disagree with you politically, and that's why the news media. Which has an agenda should drive special prosecutors. You don't want a special prosecutor unless he's looking at a specific issue. That's when you do it. And now we've already seen Manafort. Here he is. Uh, I mean, had to, to face this onslaught of things he had nothing to, that had nothing to do with Trump's collusion with Russia. Okay. So, Excuse uh, me, Congressman. Tell me why people are upset. You don't respect Trump. Guess what? In America, we're not obligated to respect Trump. You didn't. You sure as shit didn't respect Obama. No, and he doesn't respect the United States of America. This is a the, Dana Rohrbacher has deep, deep, wicked, ugly ties with Russia. That man should be investigated for for uh, he uh, he should be investigated for inappropriate um, contact with the Russians. Hell yes. But still, it's like, the, it's like, wait, sorry. It's like the special, special prosecutor Ken Starr has such deep respect for the Clintons that, you know, he, he did, he decided to take that whole uh, escapade into something else that was crazy. You know, it, it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, no, no. you know, I mean, this, let's, you know, I would make the case, if he's concerned about respect, that the Republicans brought this on themselves by being disrespectful assholes towards President Obama. It wasn't a Democrat who stood up in the middle of the State of the Union and shouted, you lie! Correct. Now, I would, I, you know, and don't give me, you know, I, respect for the office. Well, you know, that ship sailed. When they when they decided to to treat Obama like shit, so you know what? I hope Democrats boycott the State of the Union speech. I would like to see not a single Democrat in that chamber. You know, Trump would be livid. Just yeah. you know, see him angry and orange. But I don't know. Is that the message we want to send? I mean, I, I know it would make Trump angry, but I mean, is that hmm. well? It's nothing that the Republicans have done yet. I know. That be that be actually would be something that we could not, you know, that would not be saying that we're playing by their rules. As angry as it would make Trump, and as awesome as of a message as that would send, my concern is how the right would twist it. Oh, they're going to twist it. anything we do they're, anyway. Anything, yeah, you're 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 forgetting the fact that they're going to twist anything that happens. <laughs> Because they're assholes. So you know? if the yeah, Democrats like, go up and show up at a space station, it's something like that they they've not done do, yet. The GOP is going to twist that into what? But if we sh if we do show up to the State of the Union, that's legitimizing him, which we cannot no, allow. I no, you I know. know that. So either legitimize him, or or and and do it, or risk being twisted into saying the uh, you know Democrats are against the America. Democrats are. Uh, I'm just saying. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, well, like, 
with the whole like twisting thing, you know, there was fucking Nancy Reagan's uh, burial or funeral like two, three, or four, whenever that old head kicked the bucket. Like, Obama didn't go to her funeral, and everybody that was a right winger was fucking furious. Like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, anything, they're going to twist anything because they're desperate people. You know, it's just like they will twist and they will latch onto anything. Oh, well, you know, uh, I, I, you know, like Tommy Lauren was going to, you know, the audio was her, was her talking about how she loves to melt snowflakes. I love pissing off people, but she hates it when people piss her off. It's like, well, guess what? Shoe, other foot, deal with it, motherfucker. Well, it's like any of the right-wing uh, radio hosts. They don't want they don't want people to sh- to show up on their show and give them a counter um, opinion unless they can detract, belittle, or destroy that person. I'm just I'm just saying that there's no- nothing we do. Will, the Republicans won't say, "Well, you know, Democrats are okay people." But they- but but I'm I'm agreeing with you on this. If none of the Democrats showed up for that State of the Union address. That'd be something that wasn't done before. The Republicans have never done anything like that before. Well, guess what? And no one ever stood up playing... in the middle of... Right, no but ever... it also would, it wouldn't be playing on their field. Standing up and shouting at a president, you lie, is the Republicans' field. But if the Democrats have decided, you know, let him have a State of the Union address, we won't be there to befoul his address. You know, that's not playing on their field at this point. That's doing something that's never been done before. But also it's and saying I like that, that we, idea. We're not gonna we're not gonna mock him, we're not gonna shout you lie, but we're not gonna legitimize him by showing up to this. Yeah, just don't show up. Don't say anything about it. You know. Be home in your districts holding town halls. I'd love for a that's Democrat the to way sneak to do in. That. And put a bottle of water right by the podium just before he starts to talk. <laughs> or maybe a jar of Granny's uh, peach tea. Or no, a large bottle of water. Something that's not like the little tiny <laughs> bottles of water that he has to hold with his hands. Or, okay, you know? I'm going to take one step further. A um, Get ready for this. A bottle of water mixed with uh, laxative that uh, dissolves in water. There you go. Well, well, that I don't know if anybody got my. Gr- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Granny's Peach Tea thing is awfully dark if you uh, really follow it. Oh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a Batman versus Superman reference. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What I, happens I after that, that is really dark. So. That. That <laughs> Are you trying to get us on news on Newsbusters, Kenny Pick? Because I would no, be amenable to that. I think John is with the laxatives. That's actually a physical assault on somebody. It is, but poop well, te- is always funny. Well, but te- yeah, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, I got the flarp out. Sorry. You know, you know, it's fine. It's just like I said. He talked. They talked. They loved. They loved to say, "Oh, you know, we love to piss people off. We we won't give President Obama respect." 
And then when people say, all right, we're going to return the favor, how dare you not treat the office with respect? You know, and, and again, it goes two ways. Respect is a two-way street. You don't respect me. Why should I respect you? I don't even know when the State of the Union is. What is that coming I don't up? care because I'm not going to be watching. Respect has to be earned. Exactly. He hasn't he... done anything to, to earn or respect. Are you playing with your fart toys, Kenny? Yeah, I was trying. I'm trying to warm it up. I hear some <laughs> fart going on there. <laughs> yeah, trying trying to warm it up a little bit. So, sorry, I'll put it away. No, no, I wasn't. Uh, there was okay. no. Okay. <laughs> getting the boys giggling. <laughs> sure. So. <laughs> so anyway, let me put right, let me start. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you're gonna get newsbusters on my ass. Okay. That's Continue. But I would be, be on. Boom, got him. Oh, now. That. That is just me. <laughs> hey, no large asses, no large asses. That's all I can say. Okay. Yeah, ass recognize ass, Adam, and you're looking very familiar. Ay. All right, Ay. <laughs> we're gonna go to break, and we come back. We're gonna talk about the return of a beloved classic cartoon that comes back. Uh, well, this is this is big news, and then uh, well, we there was some. Did, we didn't cover the. Oh, right, I remember now. I want to warn everyone about something too. <laughs> So, yeah, and it's not going to be don't Google pink sock. I swear to God, it's not going to be that. What about don't Google blue waffle? That 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 too. That that is not or the rose one. budding. <laughs> All right, guys. That's we'll or a Serbian film. <laughs> oh no, Serbian Star Wars. We'll be right back after this. Listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You were totally badass, all swinging that scissor blade around, dressed up like a hooker. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. With the show. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. 
feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back for a final hour here on Mike Trick Radio with Adam Hebert. Joining me, as always, on the great city of Missoula, Montana, the king of Montana, John Kendall with his war cats, boots, and snowflake, fond of hiding in refrigerators. Yes. Uh, I, so, Adam, I have a question here. King Weeb of Mike Check Radio and purveyor of all things Japan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with this last week in internet drama, but have you seen the Logan Paul going to Akigahara? I oh, the, heard the, about the, it. The, the Suicide Forest? Yes. Yeah. That was horrible. Yeah, what What are your take on that after you get the interjections done? Okay. Uh, sure. I, I, I mean, I haven't watched the video, but um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> also showing us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master. Miles Lagan, a.k.a. the Amazing Karnak. Yes. Greetings! Let's go find some children. What could yes. go wrong? <laughs> in, in a very different context, that would sound really weird. Yes. <laughs> just That's just like... Uh, of... When I was, like, actively pirating music, a uh, disclaimer, Indie Media Weekly does neither condone nor endorse the uh, activity, activity of pirating music. Um, like, one of Marilyn Manson's first albums is, oh, Christ. It's, the, the last part is for children. And the first part, I'm going to have to research this now. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, but uh, I'm here. Yes, right, right. Michelle Lagan out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master. Yes, I, I neither condone nor uh, condemn finding children. It depends on the context. Uh, <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> yes. The name of that album in 1994 is Smells Like Children. Oh, and okay. I I had to like make sure like safe search was on and <laughs> to do everything possible because you know that's it, if you click the wrong link yeah, yeah. you're not going to have a good time but yeah. I do I do have to mention it's two twin little uh girls that have gone missing and the mother is really distraught and she needs people to help them find her kids as one does. Yes. All right, and finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Hey, what happened? Oh. There were talks of kids and all sorts a, of things. Marilyn Manson and piracy yeah. and douchebag YouTubers <laughs> and Kenny Pick. Yeah, right. that asshole. God. <laughs> Boo that but, man. But you're our asshole, Kenny. I know. Lucky. <laughs> I like Kenny. I will. I will firmly stand up that he should not be compared to an asshole. You Fair are enough. very, very, very wrong. 
Oh, should I get the flarp out again? <laughs> I thought that I thought that was the flarp. No, no, that was not. That was this is. <laughs> Ooh, nice one. That was, yeah, very wet. Best fart sound uh, making fart sound noise making product available. Is that the one that smells like blueberries? No, that one went to uh, okay. uh, the the winner uh, Tommy uh, oh, okay. of our big. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was a dry Fuck one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Still, still trying to warm it up. Oh, wow. That was a squeaker. That was a squeaker. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm just now. I'm, I'm reading this 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 summary because uh, I'm not going to watch these videos. Um, no. First of all, he took he took video. Of an apparent suicide victim in Aoki Gahara Forest. Yep. Which, what the fuck is wrong with you? All right. Um. Then he goes around throwing pokeballs at Japanese people, saying, "I choose you." God damn it! I mean, this is why we can't have nice things. Well, it, it, the suicide forest video was bad enough, and when he first posted it, it was it was pretty awful. Then he supposedly changed it and edited it and reposted it to try to make it like a commentary on suicide. Yeah, am like, I losing? Fuck ever. No, yeah, I. And, I I actually watched the video because uh, Aoki Gahara and um it intrigues me like what draws people to it etc cetera, etc cetera. and like I don't it's he went in and you know like he first of all he went off the path which you're not supposed to do like yeah. you know and then you know they saw the dude hanging and then there was like this huge uh, like this huge to do about it. Like they walked over closer and zoomed in on like they, uh, <coughs> ah, excuse me. They vaguely, um, blurred his face. They kept zooming in on his hands, which were purple from the blood settling. Yeah. And it's just, uh, I don't know. Like there, there's this, trend on YouTube uh, as of late to find the most outrageous thing that these vloggers do and they were like oh hey you know they first they first framed it as like oh hey you know the Aokigahara forest is haunted let's do that and then you know they had like a whole bunch of like camping equipment or whatever but then, like, they went off of the path, and that's where, you know, because that's, in, in Japan, that's highly illegal to go off the path in um, Akigahara, Akigahara Forest, because people know what people do in there. Yes. Have you seen the original movie, The Forest? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have, too. They were doing that to try to make fun of the forest, or at least try to, you know, profit off of that forest movie but then they went over the end over the extreme by actually filming somebody who had hanged themselves there 
And now they're trying to say that, you know, this is just because, you know, people have to see it. That's what Logan's trying to do anyways. He's I think he's a I think he's an exploitative douchebag. But well, him and his brother both are douchebag. Yeah. You don't well, you don't make fun of somebody who commits suicide. I'm sorry. That is beyond tasteless. You know, I'm really shocked to find out that there are douchebagger YouTubers. That is so weird. That is, oh, uh, they are. That's why I don't watch their crap. That, that is uh, yes. kind of uh, inconceivable. Inconceivable! Well, I mean, there, there, there are a few YouTubers that aren't douchebags. Like, I really I know, like I know. Philip DeFranco, but the majority of them are douchebags. My nephew's cool. Well, yeah. But he promotes music, so... Yeah, well, I, I, I watch several YouTubers. I watch Emergency Awesome with Charlie, uh, I forget his last name, and A Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link, uh, uh, Miranda Sings, uh, you know. Um, there, there's a lot of decent YouTubers. I, yeah. I can't stand it when they get into the, let me tell you about this really hard part about my life. And I'm like, no, you're not roping me into that clickbait bullshit. Yeah. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and here's the thing is that people are shocked that he's showing racism towards Asians. Apparently, this is not new behavior. One po- one one uh, tweet he wrote, Watermelon makes your penis bigger. Black men. So it increases the estrogen in your body, decreasing penis size. Oh, Asians. God. Okay. First of all, he has no idea what the fuck he's talking about because uh, watermelon during the summer is a huge Japanese tradition. You know, you you, well, you you put you dunk it in the river, let it chill, and then you smash it open with a stick. It's, it's a it's anybody's a, tradition. Well, guys up in Gainesville, they they spike it full of uh, vodka, and it's it's a tradition. It's yeah, yeah. it's it, you know, just this guy's just <sighs> an ignorant asshole that you know. Yep. Is hung up on, you know, just the basest uh, kind of humor and, uh, you know, yeah, and and doing everything. Yeah. Doing exploitation in the in the sake of uh, more hits. Yep. And I'll tell you what, when the well runs dry on some of these YouTubers, I don't know if you guys remember that family. I can't remember what there was a family that would. We're just abusing the shit out of one of their sons last summer, I think. Um, you know, I, I God, I can't remember what it was. It was something daddy. I don't remember what it was. But this uh, family. Daddy they, 05. Daddy 05. There you go. Um, but, yeah, they were absolutely just it was it was they were filming child abuse and putting it out. And that, you know, and they desperately tried to cling on to uh, what they had and everybody abandoned them. And, you know. They were riding high on the hog and spending money left and right, you know, to, you know, because they do the, you know, shopping videos where they buy their kids a bunch of shit and everything. And, and now, you know, they got their kids taken away from them. Nobody watches them on YouTube anymore. And, you know, they lost all their revenue because they had to pull all their videos. So, you know, I, I, I hope, uh, you know, same thing happens to, the, to this asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, Am I yeah. a bad person for not knowing most of these things? <laughs> oh, oh no, it's just no, not like, at all. I, okay. you know, I, um, sometimes on YouTube they go through, but like, you know, it was it was shocking. Well, not really shocking to me because people are dumb. Like, um, horrible. 
people were actually defending him, like, oh my god, like this was an anti-suicide thing, and it's like, wow. No, it didn't start out as an anti-suicide thing. He tried to frame it that way later when he started getting all this feedback. Yeah, after he got called yeah. out. Yep. Everybody's sorry after they get, they get caught. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm always... I, I'm... I read the reports on it. I knew exactly the timeline of what happened when. I'm like, mm-hmm. really? <laughs> I'm so glad I don't watch these, these videos. That would have made me ill. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give him the hit. He doesn't, you know, he's just he's just another <laughs> asshole disrespecting, you know, other cultures. But, I mean, like I said, I mean, especially when you consider the fact that the nicest people I knew in college were people originally from Japan. You know. Well, yeah. but people have bad issues. And sometimes the only way they can deal with it is by checking out. And I don't blame them for that. I know it hurts other people. Yes, we cry, we go on. I've had friends that have over- overdosed, which is basically suicide. You know, I, I know this sort of thing happens. But you don't take advantage of their pain. I don't give a crap. You know, it's their pain, it's their family's pain, it's their friend's pain. You don't fucking publicize it. No. I'm sorry. Not at all. Don't be sorry at all. That's uh, this is uh, this yeah. is awesome, righteous anger. Yes. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> uh, we were. Uh, I think we'll do. We'll we'll save one of the. We'll, we'll do one of the questions we were discussing earlier. Uh, for next time, but for now, I want to talk about this because this is big news, folks. This is big news. It's it's a good time. Uh. uh it, it's it's a good time uh, in America because uh, I I just this news just came this week and that is uh, the Animaniacs revival has gotten a two season straight to series order at Hulu. I wish cool. I had Hulu. Hello, nurse. <laughs> Hello, nurse. Um, and it looks like it's gonna have. Uh, the majority, if not all, of the original cast. Um, I know that um, Rob Paulson and Jess Harnell, who were Yakko and Wacko Warner, uh, respectively, uh, are involved. Um, but uh, you know, this is a big deal. Uh, and, and now the entire Animaniacs catalog is um, is available on Hulu. And, uh, you know, Kenny, you worked at, at a Warner Brothers store once upon a time, right? That's how you met Kevin Connor. I did. Yes, so, I did. I worked at the Warner Brothers studio store in uh, downtown Cleveland, Ohio, and it was a sad day when that place closed. So, I mean, we know you, do you have any, I mean, did anything happen in regards to, you know, really the Animaniacs during your tenure there? Uh, I don't, you know. Not there were no big events. There, we had very few like big events. Uh, uh, Kevin Conroy was the one exception. Uh, other than other than you know him showing up, basically we sold a lot of animation cells uh, from shows like Animaniacs and Tiny Toons and Batman and you know uh, even occasionally some old Looney Tunes uh, shows if if you know the if they distributed them 
among you know the stores. You know, we had Hanna Barbera stills and stuff like or cells. I'm sorry. Um, you know, all original animation cells too. But you know, that's uh, that's you know that was it. We, I I can't recall any other um, special event when I was working there. Just curious because I know, like I said, you got to meet Kevin Conroy. I thought maybe you got to meet like Rob Paulson or something. <laughs> it's worth asking. Yeah. But uh, no, this is a pretty big deal, and of course, I I watch. Uh, you know, they've been doing some great revivals. Um, everyone knows I was looking forward to the uh, Ducktales revival because you know, largely because David Tennant had been cast as Scrooge McDuck, which you know, again, uh, getting a Scotsman to voice your Scottish character always a, always a good move. You know, um, and and it, it's really yeah. good, and uh, you know, like I said, the with. I'm hoping that maybe we'll get a, a Darkwing Duck revival based on the um, the success of the DuckTales. But uh, I will say I'm excited. I will be checking it out. I was never a huge, huge Animaniacs uh, fan. You know, I watched it because it was, you know, sometime around when Batman Animated Series came on. Mm-hmm. But I will be checking yeah. out. However, that said... There is one revival that I have to advise people to avoid, like the plague. Um, everyone here knows that I am a huge fan of Britcoms, and my fa- my all time favorite Britcom is "Are You Being Served?" Yeah, that's like uh, the worst kept secret ever, right, guys? Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple years ago, they talked about uh, reviving "Are You Being Served." And I was like, you can't. Yeah. You, well, for, you know, yeah. So, uh, only one episode was made. And the other day I found out why. It was horrible. <laughs> it was <I'm> horrible. <laughs> I mean, it was just, uh, it, it was like, it was just like they, they took, you know, first of all, they're, I think a lot of the reason why the characters worked so well was they played off the people who played them. It wasn't, you know, you know, and Molly Sugden, of course, as Mrs. Slocum, was brilliant. But it's like they just said, okay, all Mrs. Slocum is, is weird colored hair and talking about her cat, which she calls her pussy. And I'm not, you know, I just want to make clear, I'm talking about her cat. Yeah. yeah. Although it is meant to be double entendre. They, that was deliberate. Sure. But Definitely. <laughs> it's like they decide that's all Mrs. Slocum is. No. Oh, and and like for example, in the original, uh, you know, Mister Humphreys, you know, effeminate, yes, campy, but they never really, you know, it was always a question of his sexuality. And this, yeah. they just kind of go with offensive gay stereotypes, and it really pissed me off. Really. You know, it was just offensive on so many levels. I mean, like, some of the ideas were great. So, basically, the concept for the revival is is that it takes place in 1988. And they're trying to modernize the, the store they work at, Grace Brothers. So, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It, could, it, it could have worked. But rather than go back and revisit, you know, again, characters, you know, the, all the cast of Are You Being Served is, as far as I know, dead. Uh, Molly Sugden died in um, 2009, which was uh, a pretty big deal in England. She was she was pretty well beloved, and 
rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank Thornton, who played Captain Peacock, passed away in 2013. And I'm just saying that, why not just come up with new characters? You yeah. know, and, you know, okay, the, the antiquated department store, okay, but, you know, I think it was doomed to fail just because there's, you know, but it was just executed so poorly. Like I said, it's like they just looked at, okay, this character, these are the two things we need to capture. It, I just, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't well, stand it. It would be like them trying to do Faulty Towers now, trying to keep the same storyline, but creating, you know, trying to recreate the characters as well, but trying to modernize it. It's not going to happen. You can't do that whole Manuel situation, you know, with with Faulty and his wife. That doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work anymore. It would become like some Brexit revival, you know, something against Brexit or something like that. It's not going to happen nowadays. Right. And I will say, I mean, and it's not to say that there weren't some things about the original that kind of make me like, oh, that that's terrible like there was an episode where uh mr granger was in blackface i was like okay that's that's pretty racist but that was like the exception to the rule and i just like i said i think that they maybe it could have worked if they just not necessarily completely sever it from the original but just you know rebuild using the original as a solid foundation So yeah, well, I yeah. They could have done it even with an older staff that wasn't even related to the old people that are trying to adjust to these newfangled cash registers, this this new tech system. This they could have done it in a way that made it mesh, but they tried to relay re- rely so much on the old foundation that yeah. they lost track of the whole idea. Well, and it's like I said, they just they just said you know. Uh... I think a lot of the reason why the comedy in the original worked is just because the original actors had so much good chemistry together. And again, Molly Sugden, Frank Thornton, those sorts of people, they're once in a lifetime comedy talents. And it's also a different age of comedy. Too. Yeah, it's also different. I mean, yeah. a lot of Are You Being Served was originally about, you know, how, especially the class struggle, in Br- the cra- the class struggle and how. You know, a lot of British people kind of put themselves in this box just so they could say we're upper class and, you know, and you're middle class. You know, when it was like, you know, like they made a lot of jokes about how the lower class workers, like the the blue collar collar workers, yes, they were lower, you know, in terms of society, but they were the ones who always had the most money. Yeah. You know, like they would go on strike, so there was overtime to, you know, to, to get back on schedule, so they got a lot of money. So, I mean, a yeah, lot like, of it was, you know... Yeah, like the, the janitor that was in that show that was always showing up to fix problems. You know, I don't remember his name, but he was he was always there in the yeah. background. He was always, you know, somewhere to fix something. Yeah, Mr. Harmon. Had to happen. And I will say, yeah. I always like Mr. Harmon better than Mr. Mash, just because Mash... Just always, you know, like he just always made these perverted jokes, and yeah. okay, they're okay. Perverted jokes, we can all agree, are okay in moderation, but that's all he did. Yeah. Where, 
Whereas Mr. Mash, do you remember, uh, Michelle, the episode with the Santa? I think so. It's, it's the same episode time. where Mr. Granger yep. did the blackface, which, like I said, oh. again, offensive. <laughs> Horrible. So there's, yep. this, there's this mechanical Santa you put a coin in, Kenny, and... <laughs> He says, have I got a surprise for you? And he's supposed to open his arms in a warm, a funkular, like an uncle manner, right? So, yeah. So they put the coin in, and he opens his arms, and he shows off the naked bottle underneath it. Well, so, Mr., you know. Yeah, I Mr. think I remember that. Yeah, you know, that that was a, a, lot, a lot of the legitimate comedy of are you being served this was just i mean the one good joke i thought in the remake was the one of the characters is like the grandson of young mr grace you know who's the the old guy you've all done very well that guy yeah yeah um so he's like the grandson of young mr grace and so they call him young mr grace and when they when he's introduced he says I just wish they would stop calling me young Mr. Grace. And, the, and someone said, oh, that's because, you know, you remind them of their uh, of your grandfather. And it pans up to reveal a picture of the original young Mr. Grace. Now, that was funny. Yeah. But uh, it's been yeah. a long time since I've seen these. But yeah. Good oh, stuff. I love I, every once in a while. Like, I'll just start watching. Um, You know, uh, is it the greatest comedy ever made? No. I mean, like I said, I think that it's. In so many, in so many ways, it is it is outdated. But at the same time, like I said, yeah, I think it makes a lot of great points about the class struggle, especially in England. And of course, Americans mm-hmm. tend to like to think that we don't have classes here, which is completely stupid. Yep, we have a very stratified class culture here. We just don't want to admit it. Whereas the it British, gets worse the, and worse. Yeah, and it gets worse and worse. Whereas the British kind of embraced that class structure and again that's like i said a lot of it is the is the upper class department staff versus the blue collar workers and usually it's the blue collar workers who come ahead and i thought that that you know maybe that could have been a good thing to um to uh rest their hat on when making this this revival but uh you know because there was none of that it was all just it, could... it was all just jokes about mrs slocum's pussy yeah, but it could still have worked if you do that class struggle because it's still there. People yeah. are blind to it, but it's still there. Yeah, like and Lisa, I think that especially in America, we're blind to it. You know, we like to have this myth: oh, there are no classes in America. If you just work hard, you'll be fine. <laughs> no, your lot in life is largely dictated by the class you're born into. Is yep. everyone okay? All of a sudden, it just went silent. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, I, I just. Well, I know Miles doesn't know anything about who's. Uh, are you being no, served? No. So. No, I'm. I'm reading up on CPUs. Sorry. Ne- next, you're going to tell me you've never listened to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Miles. Oh, that he has. I have. I was yep. going to. I was going. I was worried. I was going to revoke your nerd card. No. 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 And Adam. I have yes. watched the entire Red Dwarf series. So, hey. <gasps> Me too. But are, are, have you finished watching uh, Fate Zero like I asked yet? We are working on it. I just finished Supernatural. 
So we're going to start working on Fate Zero now. Okay. Now, guys, just remember that that I want to make that my first anime. I, I haven't named the segment yet. Adam's Anime Coiner. We'll work on it, but I want to do Fate Zero for that first. So if you could, if you could try and earmark some time to watch the first few episodes, and if you like it, I encourage you to watch more. We've watched through eleven, so we're okay. I know, I know. I'm just saying, you know. We'll, see, you know, I'm, I'm just. I love fate. I love you know Saber is such an amazing character. I like her too. So, all right, we're gonna go to break. When we come back, uh, let me see what question should we ask here. We had some interesting. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna go. Have with John's. you ever danced with the devil by the pale moonlight? No, I have not. I don't. I refer you to Genesis. I can't dance. You know, what uh, is your favorite color? <laughs> Blue. Uh, let's do anime universe. No, would yellow. you like to live in? Uh... Uh, <laughs> all right, let's do anime universe that we would like to live in. That'll be cool. Oh. So yeah, we'll do that to close the show, and then uh, a reminder: John Fugel say next week we got to clean this place up. And, yeah, it's uh, all up to you. Your housekeeping. <laughs> what? So do I get cookies too? No, I just do not vacuum, <laughs> and I do not do dishes. I got <laughs> rooked! Oh. I got rooked, Kenny. Uh-oh. Sorry, buddy. All right. Sorry, we laid the groundwork. Kenny did the hard work. It's all up to you to host. So sorry. <sighs> you guys are... All right. And it's up to me to behave myself. Yes. Do not send yes. him those cookies. I, could, I, I heard the smirk on your face. Hold on. One second. <laughs> Dude, Michelle, he does not get those cookies until after next week. Correct. As soon as he proves his good behavior, they're going out. I want to make sure I want to make sure that's a condition of the bargain. I, I adhere to all rules and regulations. <laughs> That are in place on this year deal. Oh wait, yes, John, because... hold on, John. You have to make sure to wear pants. <laughs> okay, but can I still be topless? Sure. Yes. Yeah. But Live if he little. does botch this, you know that means I get to eat all the cookies. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not going to botch this because. This is a life or death situation. And I'm adjusting the cookie recipe specifically for John. So. <laughs> All right. One second. Uh, there we go. The night show. All right. We'll be right back after this for the final segment here on Mike Check Radio. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Give me frogs, flies, locusts, anything but you. Compared to you, the other plagues were a joy. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Did you know that you're currently listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio? I did. I know everything. Indie Media Weekly Radio. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. When Ramses destroyed Syria, that was an accident. You are a catastrophe! Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back for the final segment here. On Mike Check Radio, join me as always out of the great city of Missoula, Montana, Mr. John Kendall. Woo, 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 woo. 
Also joining us out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Mr. Miles Lagon, the GM Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. Yes, and may the force be with you. Very good, very good. And also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle Ligon, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master. Yes, I am here and looking forward to the 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 the, the carnage and the, the TPK. The... Oh well, I shouldn't say carnage. Um, let's just say uh, the story that shall be um, brought forward tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and finally, out of the great city of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Yes, uh, currently feeling like I need to go into a coma after that lasagna. Oh, what's our cheese? Uh, I did uh, a lot of kinds of cheeses. <laughs> I, oh. did, uh, I did uh, mozzarella, provolone, asiago, uh, ricotta, and... Uh, not uh, not Parmesan, but uh, what's that other crumbly kind? Romano? Uh, no. Uh... Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's Romano. Yeah. Yummy. So, yeah. It's vegetarian, too, but it had lo- lots of veggies, good veggies in it, like, you know, sautéed mushrooms and peppers and uh, put in a meat substitute that I won't use again, but it didn't distra- detract from it. It just was kind of bland. So... All right, before we go to the question we posed, which was uh, what anime universe would you want to live in? Uh, I, uh, this is an interesting uh, tidbit for Science Tech. Uh, Curiosity Mars Rover investigates eye-catching odd features. Uh, and if you look at these pictures, I put the link in the Skype chat. Let me put the link in. Let me enter the uh, chat room because I've been, I've been trying not to use tax my system too much. Hmm. But uh, here we go. Here's the link. So uh, they found some curious tube-like structures that look like they could possibly... They resemble fossil structures that we've seen before here. Yeah. And some people think they could be worm fossils. Uh, And the reason why I bring this up is uh, one of my favorite anime voice actors, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, uh, (laughs) posted uh, 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 in response to this uh, article... They're guarding the spice. <laughs> to which I said, nice. now I know you're a nerd like the rest of us with that Dune reference. And I said, yeah. one of us, one of us. So, but yeah, I mean, if these turn out to be fossils, that's kind of a big fucking deal, guys. Well, yeah. Also, also, have you heard, based, I don't remember where I heard this, but the Chinese are supposedly uh, experimenting to grow potatoes on the dark side of the moon. Wow, they they say they have found a a crater that has ice remnants from a comet, and they've been doing the tests here on, um, our uh on their soil to create you know to to grow potatoes in the same uh type of uh climate they would find there, as well as some other like there's like some other organism that will do uh, admit the CO two the, the the potatoes would consume the CO two. And they could grow them in that crater where the ice particles have been formed. That's going to be one hell of a spud gun to get it there. <laughs> yeah, but the Chinese could do it. They have the money. Cool. But yeah, that, that's what I've heard as far as that little scientific tidbit. Very good. Very good. 
so yeah, I just wanted to share uh, uh, that I, I found it amusing. You know. Yeah, it's cool. So, did they find that uh, child sex slave compound on Mars that Alex Jones was talking about? No, <laughs> I doubt that. But they could use oh, them I'm to sorry. plant the potatoes. My apologies. <laughs> Alex Jones didn't actually say that. I'm. Uh, he only had a guy on his show that talked about it. Oh, okay. You had me at so. dark side potatoes. See. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Moon grown of, potatoes. Uh, yeah. Yep. Don't they have a Darth Vader Mr. Potato Head? <laughs> they, uh, yeah, you, know they how, do. you know how you play with a Darth Vader uh, Mr. Potato Head? How's that? You don't. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> I, I knew he was going to do something like that. Has anybody tried the those potatoes that are purple on the inside? Yeah, you remember They're I made those bad. for the, yeah. the I made uh, made mashed potatoes out of those for my uh, Thanksgiving uh, party. And they taste the same as regular potatoes, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, I mean they're they're actually a little milder than regular potatoes. Oh. Then you got to salt them up. As, they're not as hearty. Uh they're a little thinner. I'll you know, tell you. But they, they're good. Michelle makes the mashed potatoes with Cheese that oh, well, I just sour cream see, and oh. garlic and yeah. See, I'm a I'm a fan of but the garlic. Can you make them on the mashed moon. potatoes too? We're potatoes. We nothing nothing against that. <laughs> can you make them on the Can you make them on the moon? Well, depends on the heat source. There you go. All we all we'd have to do is take Ann Coulter up and just let her breathe on the pan. Her hot air will be enough to get that thing cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Okay. Hello, Adam. Yes. Yeah. Back to Adam. Sorry. We derailed the conversation. Oh, taters. it's fine. <laughs> French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Biscuits. Biscuits. Oh, now I'm going to have to do it. Can't eat your mind. I like biscuits. I don't care. Here we go. Brina Palencia on the subject yes. of biscuits. This is Merle Bagel, biscuit connoisseur. I just want to know what you have in the way of biscuits. And then they, they were obviously always really confused. And they're just like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? I just, I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. Like, is it buttermilk? Or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic biscuits? Maybe some rosemary. Just, I just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment. <laughs> that is great. Good stuff. I'm gonna have to say that interview is tied with is tied for first with Lex Lang's interview. I yeah, agree. And I swear I heard a character that was very similar to that voice on a on a on a Geico commercial. It was either Geico or a, uh, some commercial that was about insurance, and there was this monster asking if he got insur- if she got insurance for her masks for Halloween, <laughs> and it's just, I'm like, I can't find out who did the voiceover for this, and I want to. <laughs> Those are usually uncredited. Yeah, I know, but it sounded so much like that accent that that. It's that possible biscuit. it could be her. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, they're um. 
you know, I mean, there's a lot of crossover. For example, I know for a fact uh, um, Liam O'Brien has done automobile commercials. Yeah. You know, I know that voice. So, uh, I know he's done uh, car commercials. So, you know, there's a lot of crossover. So, all right. So the question we decided on earlier was... Uh, what anime universe would you like to live in? And John, since it's your question, I think you should go first. All right. See, this this is a question I've posed to myself uh, many a night in my uh, insomniac woes. See, I'm I'm it's it's no secret I'm a huge fan of Dragon Ball Z. Like mm-hmm. the whole Dragon Ball universe is fantastic. Um, but. The one that I have to go to is One Piece. Only on the fact that, you know, you can be a super nobody. Once you eat that devil's fruit, bam, you are getting power, son. And <laughs> and the only downside of eating the devil's fruit is not being able to swim. Oh, darn. You know, let me just be on this giant island. Oh, I'm not going near the water. Oh. So, yeah, for me, it'd be One Piece. Okay. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Rocket, you turkey. Uh, Record of the Lotus Wars. That is not it's a, surprising. It's a pure D&D universe, and that, mm-hmm. I'm not talking... Uh, I'm not ta- I'm talking old, old school D&D. Where dwarves were dwarves, elves were elves. You had clerics, magic users, and small spiders. blue furry creatures from Alpha Centauri were real. Small blue furry creatures from <laughs> Alpha Centauri. I just, I would like to be in Record of Lotus Wars. I would love to, you know. And if I could choose my race, I'd be an elf. Okay. I'd be that wonderful little, you know, magic using, fey little creature. I, I enjoyed them. Okay. Who's next? Who wants next? Um, I'll go. I'll okay. uh, I'll say uh, I like the Robotech universe. I just I have a weakness for like BattleTech and all that, and it's that that I enjoyed it. Uh, just the the sciencey techy part and combat with strategy and all that stuff. That was just uh, that that'd be my uh, you know that'd be my my anime universe. Very good. Mr. Pick. Uh, this is a tough one for me because I don't know enough anime. And the, the anime I like is all like total dark dystopian. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so, so I'll say, you know what? I've always wanted to, I've always had a fantasy of, of living somewhere like in a house that was isolated in the woods and you know wandering around and visiting critters and what better universe to live in uh, than the one in my neighbor totoro all right interesting okay interesting. and and a centipede cat bus to haul me around oh nice <laughs> so nekobasu <laughs> yeah so Adam, I'm pretty sure you've got something really cool and exciting, except you know, not not Fate Zero. You're not you're not going there. No, I'm not. I'm not going to Fate. I'm not going Shall to Fate. I'm gonna. 
No, 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 no. I'm going to pick what is probably my second all-time favorite anime series, and that is Yoroiden Samurai Troopers. Not Wandering Kid? What? <laughs> Wandering Kid? Never heard of it. Not Bible Black? Legend of... Uh-oh. Wandering Kid's also known as Legend of the Overfiend. So... Oh, is that yeah, one of those... It's... those? Really weird hentai. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've Uh-oh. always, I've always enjoyed your Samurai Troopers and how, you know, sorry, my eyes. Um, I liked, you know, damn the, your eyes. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, the damn your eyes. You're not helping. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Damn me not helping. <laughs> Damn the torpedoes. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, and if I had to, if I could have one of this, the uh, nine armors, I would probably pick uh, the armor of Tenku or Heavens just because I have a thing for bowmen. And its its primary weapon is a bow. So. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised Miles didn't say bleach. So, <laughs> have you actually... actually? My second choice would probably would have been Arpeggio of Steel. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, yes. hold on. Speaking speaking of Bleach, uh, I've heard rumors. Uh, You're gonna do that... a live action? No, no, I, that that's not a rumor. Okay. Uh, there are rumors. Oh no, they may have been debunked. Uh. There were rumors that they may do the final arc of the manga, that they may revive the anime to finish it. Um, okay. Is that the Eisen arc? No, no, they already did the Eisen arc. It's the Holy Blood War arc. Okie dokie. All right, I'm lost We still on haven't that finished one. the Eisen yeah. arc. Yeah. Mm. I got nothing. <laughs> bleach, bleach is basically a lot of a lot of really really big swords. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's, no, it's when a I, lot when, of guys running I... around with swords that really don't make any sense because uh, physically they would not be able to wield them. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's when a the bunch. question was first, when the question was first posed, I'm like, mm, Akira, no. Attack on Titan, no. Uh, Princess Mononoke, no. <laughs> See, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan would probably been my second choice. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? Well, I'd I'd be a Titan, y'all. I'd oh, you know, okay. See, there you I'd go. I'd go and fuck shit up, man. Like, I wouldn't care. I'd be a giant fucking dude. And nobody would fuck with me. Well, better oh, to be a Titan than a better. Better to be you a titan than a loose with your little swords, like ha 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 ha, squeeze. But what if the uh, the nape of the neck gets hacked out? No, see, I, I see, I'd go Deus ex ex machina with Deus this, ex and I, and I'd probably be the um, armored titan. Oh, so they couldn't get my neck, y'all. Hey. My 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 second choice will be Trinity Blood all the way. Sorry, oh, I love I love yes. Trinity Blood. Abel Knight wrote yep. is such an amazing character. Yeah, actually, I love that you know series. what, Kenny, you should watch that. We need to get Kenny a copy of Trinity Blood so he can watch it. I think he would like it. 
It's Maybe. pretty cool. It's what got me. Uh, it, it's what brought Troy Baker to my attention because that was like his first, you know, his first major anime role that I know of. And Able Night Road is up. Uh, he looks kind of nerdy, weak, very clumsy. <laughs> That's and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. He looks that. Yep. Yeah, yeah but though, once he kicks it up to about forty percent, things get rocking. Yeah, yes. forty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I do recommend uh, Turning Blood, and I will say one of my favorite uh, favorite characters in that, aside from Abel, of course, was uh, Astaroche. I thought she had some uh, some really good, uh, you know, that the, the relationship between that was probably some of the best character development in in the series, and it happened mostly over one episode. I just um, like the whole storyline. I well, thought yeah. it was really nicely done. Well, and it's a shame that it, it's incomplete because Kenny, I don't know if I've told you because I know I've talked. I could have started talking about Trinity Blood before, but uh, it, it's basically an anime series based off of a series of light novels, and the guy who was writing the novels had a heart attack like days after he found out that they were getting adapted. So they were, they're, they're not finished. The series isn't finished. Oh dear. You know, and I personally uh-huh. think that, you know, and the anime yeah. style is, is very nicely done too. It's very smooth. It's not choppy. Like some of the ones that they, they mass produced. It's, it's a, it's a very nice storyline. Oh, Hey, Kenny, you're in luck. <laughs> it's available on you. It's available on YouTube for free. Dub and sub. There we go. Wow. I think Actually, it's... Kenny, I think you might enjoy it. And if you don't, I think Suze might. I mean, it's it's a it's a cool little like alien vampire story. It's very interesting. I could uh, be down with that. Line. Yep. It, it, it's vampires, but at the same time, they're uh, um... aliens. Yeah, it's basically the these nanomachines made. Uh, the vampires, and then there's another strand of the machines that make vampires that feed another vampires. Yeah, which is what Abel is, Ooh. and that's not a so spoiler it, it, because that's like the very first episode. So yeah, it's a very cool storyline. But yeah, it's available dub and sub for free, Kenny. Free. <laughs> and oh, I forgot well, you about. Can the... Still watch YouTube on my damn TV now. I forgot about uh, Father Trace. He's a pretty cool character too. He's uh he's voiced by Chris Sabat, who is also the voice of Vegeta. You know this uh the over nine the uh the uh over nine thousand guy. It's over nine thousand. And you would not believe they're the same voice. And I'm just gonna throw this in there just because I I have to. Uh, the third universe will be Trigun. Sorry. I, you know, hey, if you want to roll the dice with Vasha Stampede, roll the yes. dice. Yep. <laughs> so those are my three. Okay. Good choices. So yeah, guys, Trinity Blood, available for free on YouTube, and it's official. It's through, It's you know, you're not pirating this. It is through Funimation. So uh, yeah, watch it. Cool. So, all right, uh, we're we're already a little over, so we should probably start augering this baby. And uh, Cat suggests, Cat uh, and Columbus suggests Ninja Scroll. Isn't that another hentai? No, or, no. Or am I thinking no. something no, else? No, no, no. Very good. Yes. It's a movie. No, it's a one shot. That's Ninja Pole. 
Ninja Pole. <laughs> Ninja <laughs> Scroll is awesome. Yes, we and also the same follow-up Ninja Hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Very good, very good. All right. So, uh, oh, yes. A, a world I would not want to live in is Berserk. That would suck. Yeah, I would think, uh, you know, the Attack on Titan world would suck. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be eaten. If I'm going to die, I don't want to be eaten. Yeah, plus, John's going to be there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. You're my first victim. <laughs> oh. Num, 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 num. I oh, think uh, I'd rather live in the Blue Girl world before that. <laughs> uh, living on... Living on Long Island uh, suggests Ghost in the Shell and Lupin the Third. Uh, I, I will. I love Lupin is great. It's it's very well dubbed. I enjoy it. Um, it it's a, definitely a solid cast, and I'm glad that the, that when they did the new series, that they went to great effort to bring all of them back. You know, to bring back the original cast. That was good. Ghost in the Shell. I like the series. I just wouldn't want to live there. I've been in. I, I've I've role played too many cyberpunk type. Worlds yeah, well, not just that, that, but it's like, you know, to to be a part of the site, you have to give up a part of yourself. Yeah. You know, and and I will say, I don't watch Adult Swim anymore. I'm just a huge fan of, of uh, of Trinity Blood. Oh yes. So anyway, let's start arguing this end because we have we have plots to plan, or is it plans to plot? Oh which, which boy! You, you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, John, what do plans you got for us? Plans within plans. I see plans yeah. within plans. That wasn't actually that bad. Um. Hey. Uh, tomorrow on uh, Southern Progressive Revival got kind of a nifty uh, little segment for me that I have. Uh, plotted up uh, very plottingly. Um, let's see. It, it's been a rough go lately. On uh, on Wednesday, I found out that a friend of mine from college um, passed away in 2016, and I just now found about it. Oh, um, sorry. I'm sorry about that. I really am. Yeah, uh, Leah was, she was great. Uh, she was one of my most favorite people in the world. And um, until next time, um, I hope to see her if, you know, there's an afterlife. Fair enough. I'm in uh, yeah, I'm sorry for your loss, John. All right, uh, yeah, Miles. Been rough. Oh, sorry. Sorry, John. I. Oh, me? Yep, you're at Miles. Awesome. Uh, so next weekend, next show, big show. Let's uh, pump that out there. Hopefully we'll get some more people, uh, you know, listening in and, and all that good happy stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to right now. And right now I'm thinking ahead to, uh, you know, Atlanta in September. But uh, that, that's something else. So, yep. That's right. Next we're, pod- 
we're probably going to have to take that weekend off because Miles and Michelle are going to be joining me in Hotlanta. That's right. That'll be interesting. I just don't, I don't know. Which which hotel is it? Uh, I was thinking we should do, oh, wait, is the convention at or where we going to get? Which one were you going to stay at? Uh, Embassy Suites. That's that's like my, my go-to. Because it's a two-room suite, which means my brother and si- my sister and brother-in-law can have a room to themselves, and I can have a room to myself. <clears throat> yes, Kenny. I'm sorry. I'm not ignoring you. <laughs> no, no. I was I was literally clearing my throat. I wasn't making those cartoon sounds with your attention. <laughs> <laughs> or were you? No, I wasn't. I swear. Yeah, well, we'll have to check into that same. We'll have to check into that same same uh hotel we'll, we'll yes. just have to work on it oh great then i can hurry we should get the safe floor so i can like or be like next door neighbors so I... <laughs> no i'm just playing <laughs> all right uh Ken... <laughs> you know kenny what are. do you got for us on the way out boss uh i don't have a whole heck of a lot um i again uh we're uh we're fighting the cold here i don't you heard probably might heard susan sneezing in the other room me clearing my throat in this one um and yeah it's it's rough you know sinuses and dry heat and going in and out and in and out you know um out of the house uh, you not not that you dirty <laughs> I, I smile <laughs> i can sense it john um but uh yeah uh, uh, we're back in a, a full swing uh in 2018 uh we're done with our all of our recap shows on turn up the night um Still doing some tweaking and stuff. Uh, uh, bear with me. I'm not going to be uh, in the chat room as much uh, in the in the next week or so, just because my chat room computer is down. Uh, it seems lame to say that it's just for a chat room, but I use it for looking up stories and reading stories and all that stuff, so I don't have to have a browser open to tax, like Adam said, trying not to tax his system um, yeah. on the broadcast computer. So. Uh, but you know we're and you know we're revamping the the music, the lineup, looking for new programming, some behind the scenes stuff going on. We might be developing a new show. I'll let everybody know about it um, as soon as we have more information. And um, other than that, yeah, tune in next uh, Saturday. Uh, John Fugelsang will be here to uh, give us his thoughts on Star Wars. I'm so excited about that. And since I've had the pleasure of talking to him uh, a a good amount, I will do my best to to back off so you guys can uh, uh, take full advantage of uh, geeking out with him. You've already chatted about him, Star Wars about him? What? No, No, I'm saying I've talked to him many, many times. Did you talk to him while he was sick? He supposedly had like nine days where he was laying on the floor of his bathroom throwing up because he no. had that nasty flu Portrait. Portrait. No, yeah I'm, i he just mean over the ye- over the years i just mean over the years because okay. he's been on my show many times so but, okay. but um, he has been sick he was sick over the holiday yeah. weekend so just remember that everyone you know he that may have been why he may have not have been so vocal with us because he he was throwing up and he said he lost nine yeah. pounds and for a guy that that thin that's a yeah, lot of that's weight not good booze. <laughs> It's like Christian Bale on the mechanic. Yeah, his his hey, little germ hey, carrier hey, gave well him a nasty flu. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, anything else, guys? Nope. All right. No, uh, don't forget Midnight Sun tonight. Uh, I'm just gonna do free form, and uh, 
Looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be fun. Hopefully it's not TPK. And, uh, yeah, so next week is going to be a lot of fun. And, Kenny, you are free. There's no – you're part of our family, of our highly dysfunctional family. That's true. <laughs> so, you know, you don't need to, to restrain yourself on our account. So, anyway, yeah. well, that's it. Yeah. Well, you, you, are, you are the legitimizing thing to us, extending – the hand to John saying He didn't know us from Adam. We gave him cards, but we could have faked those cards. And you were the one that was there to legitimize our claims. So, and we love no you for that. Sweat. Not a problem. All right, that's it for us, everyone. Have a great week. Don't forget uh, Midnight Sun tonight, Tramp tonight, Tuesday, Sun Progress Revival tomorrow, etc., etc., etc. We'll be back Night-night. next week. Bye. Time for go to bed. Aye, it is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Disgusting worm. Push the button, Frank. Get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Listeners, thank you for your attendance.